This is Crown Countdown U Radio, Canada's home for college sports. On the TSN Radio Network, here's Jim Mullen and Mike Hogan. And we're going to talk a little East-West Bowl, a little SFX football with Gary Waterman, the head coach of the X-Men and the head coach of the East team in the Valero East-West Bowl. Uh, Gary's joining us from Quebec City. Uh, Gary, uh, thanks for uh, joining us. Oh, well, pleasure to be here. It's a, it's a busy, busy time with this uh, East-West game. Uh, tell me about the process of putting a whole team together in a very short week. Yeah, you're right. It's uh, I talked to them from day one about the challenges of, of doing that. You have guys from uh, different teams and who've been coached a certain way and run certain systems, and they've uh, they come from all across the country, and they've got to come together in a short time, four days of practices and six practices, and Really, it just, it's about trying to come together and play together, as we've been telling them all week, and gelling and getting to know each other and bond in that short time. Coach, we know what the players get. They get a, a week of fantastic coaching. They get the opportunity to strut their stuff on game day. Coaches are always learning. What do you personally think you're going to get out of this week? Oh, it's a fantastic week. I mean, it, you, you, the collegiality, the interaction amongst the coaches, and you know, even uh, first thing you do is you pick your coordinators, and then you get a chance to see them work. And then you've got your position coaches, and you watch them, and you have CFL guys here. So for me, as a as a head coach, you know, coaches coaching is always about, like you said, learning, and I'm taking in everything I can from the guys, and even being on Laval's campus and their facilities and how they go about uh, structuring things and their and, and the way they they they're organized. Uh, it's all been a great experience. These are players going into their draft year, going into their fourth year of uh, U Sports play. Um, what players should we look out for uh, that you've seen in camp and that you've had an opportunity to evaluate so far? Oh, so many. I mean, it's hard to even leave anybody out, but I can tell you, I mean, both quarterbacks, Nate Hobbs and Hugo Richard, have been fantastic all week. Uh, there's an outstanding receiver receiving core. Uh, uh, you know, Tyrone Pierre has looked good. Uh, you know, secondary, there's, there's a bunch of playmakers there. I mean, as I said, it's really difficult to sort of, you know, highlight one or two guys, but I can tell you, uh, I've been very impressed with the athleticism, the enthusiasm, the way they 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 play the game, and their approach. Uh, they're open to learning, and they're taking in all the all the coaching points from other coaches. And it's just uh, it's, it's you know as a coach, you recruit a lot of these guys, and then you don't get them, or you get them, and then then you don't see them again. So to get a chance to see them back, in, uh, you know, um, and working, it, it's pretty uh, pretty neat to see. One of your kids who went through this process uh, just saw, you know, a year later it all culminate in him being drafted by the Hamilton Ticats uh, third round. What can Ticat fans, and we're on in Hamilton right now, what can Ticat uh, fans expect out of Kay Okafor? Well, Kay, as I said before, Kay is just, uh, you know, he's an outstanding person. He's a very explosive athlete, uh, very coachable. Uh, he's graduating this year, and you know he's leaving on a you know a high note where he's gotten so much better every year he's been there and he's raw. So I think uh, you're going to see a guy who's going to improve real quick under the tutelage of some of those top CFL coaches. And you know when his level gets an opportunity to play at that high level, I think he's going to even excel excel more. I saw a tweet out there about Kaoka for and him graduating with his parents present, and that was one of the big payoffs, I think, for you as a coach to see him succeed as a student as well as an athlete. He took an interesting path starting football at Holland College, and Holland College kind of saved the university career of Vernon Sandville as well. What are they doing over there in the 
AFL uh, on Prince Edward Island that uh, uh, gives a great starting point for some of these players. Well, you, I mean, you mentioned it. It's right. They, they've uh, they had a really great stretch of just finding those guys from uh, programs or areas where you know who needed just another year for development or just maturation or or even some an academic uh, restart. And uh, they've done a great job. All credit to them to find some really talented players. There's another guy we had, Demetrius Ferguson, was from there. We had multiple players from there who had been very good, who maybe been under the radar, but we got an eye on. And really, uh, they turned out to be very productive for us. Vernon Sainville and K.O. were two of the top players from there. We're talking with Gary Waterman, the head coach of the X-Men from St. FX here on KCU Radio on the TSN Radio Network. And, uh, uh, Gary, let's talk a little bit about your program and uh, and where it's going. A number of losses in the uh, offseason. Uh, how has recruiting gone in the offseason for you guys? Oh, we're extremely happy with the recruiting. I mean, uh, you know, we started off with uh, definitely trying to find fill some holes from some big losses. We have players on our team that, you know, they're getting an opportunity to step up and show us what they can do. But, you know, from a recruiting standpoint, you want to get – you want to fill the spots and get depth in areas where you think you know you've lost players over the years. I'm I'm really happy with the recruiting class we've got. We're bringing in some outstanding young uh, young student athletes that I think are going to contribute some a little earlier than others. But uh, the class is uh, pretty good. Uh, Gary, I have to ask you. Speaking of losses, uh, Bob Mullen leaves as your defensive coordinator. He's a native of Kingston, Ontario. So am I. And did you feel you were down a Kingston native? So you went out to bring in Warren Goldie as your offensive coordinator? Oh, these Kingston plugs. Oh, we man stick together. Alive. We stick together, man. That's funny you said that. Pat Sheehan uh, from Queens had mentioned that to me today. About we had that little chat, too, and I laugh about it. No, you know, it's just one of those way- things that worked out. Actually, when Bob was with me, he mentioned uh, he had mentioned uh, Warren Goldie about maybe bringing him out as a guest coach at one point. So I already had Warren Goldie's name on my radar, and, and so this opportunity – uh, you know, when I uh, had a couple of changes uh, at the coordinating positions, I knew Warren was one of the guys I wanted to target, and uh, I heard really good things about him as a person and, and some of the things he's done. So Bob actually helped on that front and uh, opened the door and made a connection, and then uh, I got a chance to uh, to interview him and uh, really thought he fit well with us. How do things change with bishops coming on to the scene for you guys uh, in terms of travel, in terms of logistics, and in terms of competition uh, with a five-team AUS this year? Well, I think it's a great thing for our, our, our conference. And number one is, you know, we're already traveling to Quebec. I know, albeit uh, every other year in the last recent years, but, but uh, you know, to know where you're going helps you in planning and, uh, and to know that you've got another team coming in, you know, get that home-and-home games against teams it avoids us playing teams three and four or sorry four four times in the season so i think it's really neat uh they're they're a good program they're like-minded school same philosophies and from an educational and size standpoint and and uh so i think they're going to be a huge addition they'll be a very good team they'll raise the level of our competition with their with their recruiting and our kids uh you know having to sort of elevate their game as well Coach, we don't have to go back that far uh, in the past where SMU was uh, the alpha dog in the country and, and teams feared playing uh, teams from the AU in the uh, in the uh, semifinal. Bit of a down cycle right now for the conference. What do you have to do to get back uh, into a role of national prominence? Well, I think uh, the key is it starts with, you know, just uh, getting good quality student-athletes that are going to be there for four, four and five years and building depth. Uh, you know, usually the line of scrimmage is one of the big things uh, – uh, making sure you when you get outside your conference and you play, uh, you know the top teams. The, the one thing you notice right away is how 
big and deep they are on the line of scrimmage. Uh, and uh, so, you know, from an AUS conference, I think that's where it starts is we have to make sure that we continue to build and, and, and get uh, depth and size along the line of scrimmage that gives us a chance to compete down in the trenches. We, know, we all know how important that is down there. Uh, and I think once we close that gap, you'll see you'll see more more success. And uh, but again, we've got to continue to recruit, and we've got to continue to keep our kids in school and promote our product. Gary, thanks very much for this. We appreciate you taking time out from a very busy schedule coaching the East team at the Valero East West Bowl uh, in Quebec City this weekend. Thanks very much for this. Thanks for having me.